You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kivalevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. We're continuing the subject of Tkia Shofar. As we know, women, when it comes to Tkia Shofar, are potter. Because it's a mitzvah, I say, Shazaman Kroma. You only fulfill this mitzvah, of course, on the first day of Tishrei. Can't get more time bound than that. However, we know that um, many in many areas, I'm not sure if it's universal in all communities, women, because of what Kiyashofer means, have decided to fulfill this mitzvah, almost as if it's a chiyuv. And of course, we know we talked about the issues when women should come. And as you see, Rav Kivager puts it from about 200 years ago. Let's see the lotion that he uses. Okay, it's a little bit of Aramaic and Hebrew together. Typical for rabbinic rabbinic language. Rashi spoke the same way when he wrote. Rakhivegar says, most of our women are machmir. They have zihirus and zirizus to try to do most mitzvahs like shofar and suk and lulav. And therefore, even when it comes to Kiddush on Yontif, which the Gemara says they're not chayav in, we see that they have accepted it almost like a nether. Um, so therefore, um, even though they want to do whatever they, they need to do, but <laughs> it shouldn't lead to a situation where they can't do other things that they're really chayev. And I'm not sure what, what the Lavush means here, the Turkey Vegar quotes. I'm going to speculate. The Lavush says, They have other responsibilities to their home, responsibilities as wives, which I assume was, um, oh, here's the question about this. I mean, well, I'm going to go back into it and say, they have a shibud as wives to do things in the home. So they can't be machmir on something they're not really chayivin. Now, let's take a look and see what the question was about. Our friends at Surba give us the background. He says the following case. Let's say the people in the house have forgotten to say Yalaviyavo on Yontov in Birchosamaza. So obviously uh, a man who has to eat a Yontov meal has to go back and bench because this day demands that he eat bread. Once it demands he eats bread, then his birchat amazon has altered. His birchat amazon needs to have yalavayavo in it. If he forgets it, then he has to go back and say all the brachos again. Rekivegar says that is true for men, but not women. So therefore, um, women would not have to go back. And similarly, when it comes to uh, the idea of simchas yantav, of being involved in various yantav activities, um, it seems that Ricky Vega is saying that despite the women's want to be uh, involved in it, it is something that they have taken upon themselves, but it cannot push away other chiyuvim that they might have. So that's how strong this idea was. And, and, and you can see Ricky Vega and others were wrestling with this, and they needed to direct people and let them realize, yes, we live in, a, in an era where women take Yontav Sudas on and are completely involved in it, even though they're not really Chayev. 
And therefore, sometimes when push comes to shove, you need to open up the reality and say, well, they're not really chayiv in these mitzvahs. Now, clearly, one of the ways that this uh, plays itself out is in terms of tkiah shofar. So, based on the fact that this is a strong Kabbalah, um, should she should a bracha be made for her if, let's say, you're going to blow at a woman's house? So, according to the Sephardim, there should be no bracha made. Um, and according to the B'nai Ashkenaz, a bracha is made. And that is what the Beis Yosef says in the Shulchan Aruch, the person who goes, visits the woman in the nursing home or the shut-in or in this year with COVID-19 and other things, I'm sure there's going to be plenty of tzikiyos for women and others. Well, if it's only women, there should be no bracha made according to the Beis Yosef. The Ramah says that our minig, Dashkenazi minig, is that women make a bracha on tzikiyos shofar. And they also make a bracha on sitting in a sukkah. So therefore, when the Baltokeya comes to the woman's house, the woman should make the brach. Now, generally, um, <laughs> uh, again, here he mentions here something about if there's men there as well. Uh, again, I, I, I don't know the context here. But he says, if there's a man who's chayev, then you could make the, the baltokeya can make the bracha. But if there's only women there, um, the woman can make the bracha, but not the baltokeya. The Kafachayim points out that even though the Beis Yosef, and we know Chocham Avadya later, very strongly dissuaded women from making brachos, Sephardic women, the Kavachayim points out that there are places that the Sephardim have sort of picked up the Ashkenazi custom, and they have started to make brachos. And the Kavachayim felt it shouldn't be changed. Um, even though you want to say Sophic brachos l'hokel, because, yeah, may, now felt this was incorrect, and he felt that it came through a historical uh, issues where we the uh, the far flung Sephardic communities were away from the center, they were away from the Merkaz, and therefore they lost the, the real Masora. Um, as you can see, the Kapachayim felt that okay, look, if these Sephardic women started to make brachas, I'm not going to change it. However, we're going to see that uh, that that uh, did have this struggle, as, as you're going to see in a minute. Uh, the Kavachayim points out that, let's say, uh, a woman who always heard shofar blowing, and she couldn't come to shul, and no one was able to come to her house to blow shofar. She knows no one will come out. Um, she can't come to shul. Again, she realizes maybe it's COVID or something like that. So what should she do? So Rabbi Yosef, the, the, the Kavachayim, says... She should make Hataris Nadarim of Arab Shoshana. She makes Hataris Nadarim 
He says, I want to be mocked to this nedr that I sort of took upon myself. And this way, she'll be all right. If she doesn't make Ataras Nadarim, she's sort of in an issue because she's sort of accepted to do this mitzvah. Because even though she's not in the mitzvah, a woman's not in the mitzvah, but she's makabel with schar, an enemy mitzvah v'osa. So, that is if it happens one year. Let's say, however, um, she wasn't able to get the show. But she wants to go next year. This year it's COVID, she can't go out. Uh, she's an ones. It's impossible for her to get the shul. What about next year? Again, if she makes Hataris Nadarim, that sounds like she's now no longer going to be part of what most of Klal of women do, which is to hear shofar. That's if she makes Hataris Nadarim. How about if what she wants to do is this year she realizes she just can't, but she doesn't want to be Matir Nether. She likes living in the situation where she feels this is something she prompts herself to do and she she wants to be Makayamit. So what do you do in that case? So this was a question that was asked to Chochmavadya. He says, if there's a situation of illness, and I would say COVID would be a situation where nobody can come to her house. Let's say she contracted COVID. And you don't want to be blowing stuff, right? I guess right, maybe she shouldn't be blowing stuff, but whatever. You know what? You know, you, you can't go with a mask, right? You got to show up over there. Um, you, she does. She shouldn't have to be matir neder because she oh, the, the idea of accepting this mitzvah across the board for women was only when they could do it. But if it's impossible for health and other reasons, she doesn't need to do hatara. That's so. That's in one way he sort of disagrees with the kafachayim in general. He doesn't feel that you need hataras nedarim at all. In other words, Kavachayim says, once they've entered into that, and remember, part of it is because he looks at this idea of women, even Sephardic women, absorbing the Ashkenazi minig is not so bad. Whereas Tocham Avadi, I think, really comes from a different perspective. And he feels that it's a bastardization of Aloha for the women, Sephardic women, to be making brachas on, on these mitzvahs. Uh, they, they should not uh, submit themselves in that same sort of way. And even though it's true, it's a positive thing when they do it, but you don't have to be matir neder when you realize this year you're not going to be able to do it and you can't do it. It's not, it doesn't go against where they were before. So clearly, if she's planning on going back to it next year, she doesn't need to make out Taras Nadarim. But some would say she can just walk away from hearing show first sitting in the sukkah. Now, there are machmir, says, but obviously if one year she can't do it, and next year she plans to once again sit in the sukkah and blow sh- and hear tkiyah shofar. She doesn't need taras nedarim for this year. So that was Chacham Avadi's psak. Now he mentions here, and you know, we all know how great Chacham Avadi is, how he knew everything. I mentioned it last one night about the Israel Prize that he won uh, because it was so astounding. But one thing I have to say, Chacham Avadia has a, uh, a, a propensity to quote everyone. He doesn't, he definitely br- br- brought back to the table uh, many forgotten Sephardic poskim. 
but he also quoted a quote very quite liberally from all the Ashkenazi greats. And it's not surprising here that he quotes here the great Rav Yosem Chaim Zonenfeld, the Rav Yerushalayim from the Eid Haredus. I don't know if it was called that then, but the the other Rav Yerushalayim who was counter to Rav Kuk Satzal, but a tzaddik, of course, Rav Yosem Chaim Zonenfeld. And uh, Rav Yosem Chaim Zonenfeld, his chubas, which are very short, the type of gain that he was, his chubas are very, very short and concise. He says, that's not called a nether, um, because normally women, even though situations don't go and blow chauffeurs, he didn't live in, in modern Manhattan. He says, they, they don't have a, they usually don't have a chauffeur to blow anyway. So therefore, they can't actually, the, the minute was only, I'm coming to shul to hear the chauffeur. It wasn't like, uh, you know what, uh, like, like, like you, you had women blowing chauffeurs. So that never was the case, Rav Yosef Chaim says. So therefore, it's not really a Kabbalah to be part of this mitzvah in full. So, therefore, Chacham Avadi says, if she never, look, he basically, Chacham Avadi says, I agree. If you don't, if you want to stop fulfilling these mitzvahs, ladies, go be Mater Neder. But obviously, if, uh, if it only happened one year, you want to come back, there's not really a problem. That's what Chacham Avadi wrote in this Chalik Beis. Now, he finishes off and says, all right, um, maybe what should happen, since the Kafachayim says so, is maybe the husband who goes to Shul on Erev Rosh Hashanah should have his wife in mind that he knows this year because of COVID or whatever, she won't, you can't, she won't be able to hear Shofar blowing. Because we know, even in a neder, a husband can be a shliach. Uh, to uh, be showel on a woman's nether. Because um, the, all the men are there, all the rabbis are there, the husband doesn't want you know, to have to bring his wife in, a, in an unusual, difficult place. Because we know, we assume that he is going to say it specifically, what was the netter? And they're not going to make it worse. Um, so therefore, the point is, if the, the Chachamim are all here, we believe everything is going to be honest. So Chacham Avadya says the same thing is true. Erev Shoshon, everybody's in Shul. Maybe the husband should say, should have in mind, when everyone is sitting there being matter netter, I want specifically to be matter netter for, he should have in mind to be matter netter for his wife. But he says you don't really need it. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode.